It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. But the man they call the Whopper, Jamie McIntosh, joins us. G'day, mate. How are you? Good morning, boys. Whopper. The Whopper Deezy. The big Jamie McIntosh. He must be proud as punch. Southland boys, hi. Getting the job done, me old mate. Over Westlake, boys. They are the best high school rugby team in New Zealand. Yep, it's a um, shit. It was a pretty special um, achievement, really. Uh, a school of 450 people, and we've had a pretty good history of, mm. of top four. Um, I mean, I know I was really lucky in my three years that I um, stayed too long at high school for. <laughs> We went there twice um, and got knocked out in the semis. But, um, no, I'm great friends with the coach, Peter Scout, and he's influenced a huge amount of players that have gone through that school. Your Clark Dominies, Corey Flynn's, Mills Molahinas. And, um, yeah, he was in tears. Pretty special thing to see from that. Mate, you you got the Moiska Cup too, so I don't stop there. You've got all the trophies in, in NZ School Rugby at the moment. You've rattled off a few names that are famous names in terms of rugby in, in New Zealand, mate. Uh, what is it about Southland and being able to produce such good players? Um, yeah, look, I think, it, as I said, it's a small role mm. school. Um, and when I was there, the hostel and the and the, the farming, I guess, background of it was added a little bit of flavour to the, you know, the boys from in, um, town. But I think... What's happened is I think everybody in Southland growing up who wants to play rugby seriously generally drifts into Southland Boys High School. So mm. you get a lot of guys coming in from the regions. And then when you're there, the, as I said, Peter Scout's been um, a massive part of that program for over 30 years now. And, and the way that's your, the passion from when you get to third form, you just all you want to do is put on the World Blue jersey. Um, and... And by the time you get to fifth, sixth, seventh form, that's just your life. And and it's pretty much like you've been there is, you know. Mm. I think first fifteen's probably in some respects the 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 most special rugby you play maybe, because at that stage of your life there's no other influences outside of your life. You haven't got jobs, work, family, it's just rugby. Mm. and how well did you get on with your mates. So it's a pretty special time. Mate, you've been a part of the Southland Stags when they've been competing. They had the Ramfurly Shield, the great John Hardy clip outside uh, the Spates Ale House will go down as one of the greats. But how do you transition that from the success of Southland Rugby, uh, the boys' high school, into the Stags, mate? Well, are you hoping that this can put Southland Rugby in good stead? Yeah, look, I've of obviously up with Otago and mm. um, but Southland there was a place 
where I still hold dearly. I'm from, my family's from, and yeah, look, I, you got to have a real hard look at that because when we were successful, we kept players um, that were quality at Southland Boys who had major New Zealand schools. I mean, we had your, as you mentioned, your, um, it, everyone has flows. I mean, at one mm. stage at the same first if then there was Flinney, Clark, Dermody, Mills. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of Super Rugby players in one team, and then through my era, as you said, there was your Bickerfuses, your Hardys, your um, there was a host. I think we had nine Southland Boys high players through that Shield era in our starting team. Um, and I think over the last ten years, Southland have, you know, they've maybe struggled to keep a hold of um, those players, and they've ended up throughout the country, and a lot of them in universities and other academies. So, yeah, I think there's, there's certainly something in there. There's a hundred percent. So, Jamie, just tell us, mate, because me and Rick want to know, how many of them have the Crusaders been able to get? <laughs> don't start, Tony. <laughs> well, they call it the golden chair, don't they, is when you go up to have a wee tour around Christchurch and you sit on the chair in front of Razor and it, and it gets a lot of young players, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, you've, you've had, a, you've had a, um, a little bit of a, a tough one uh, on the weekend. You're backing up again on Wednesday, mate. How's the team looking? Yeah, look, Kempi, we've had a um, pretty pretty disappointing start to the season, to be fair. Um, mm. One win against Southland in that game was an amazing game and um, pretty cool occasion. But, yeah, look, we we had high hopes and, and aspirations for the squad. And, you know, we run into a pretty good Tasman and Wellington team first up and then dropped a um, pretty close game against Hawke's Bay. And since then, we've lost a bit of leadership through our back line. But... Um, Look, it's, a, it's an exciting young team. I think there's four of our backs that are 19 years old. Mm. Um, and and I think as coaches, um, we're really excited and, and we've been pretty proud of the boys the way that they've had to deal with a bit of adversity. And then um, I think probably the Bay of Plenty game in the weekend was super disappointing around a lot of our detail and some of the stuff that we hang our hat on wasn't quite there. So... It's been a challenging couple of days, but it's been pretty cool that we were in Rotorua, had training, gotten bands, bussed up to Auckland and had some good connections. So we're hoping to see a bit of a change and a shift in some years in our game tomorrow night. Mate, that was a hell of a game against Southland at Forsyth Bar. Probably just brought it home how important this competition is. When you get a game like that, when balls in play, officiated the right way, what a product it can be, mate. Is that the same kind of comments and thoughts you took away from that performance? Yeah, 100% is. And like even watching the other games, mm. I I love this competition. Yeah. You know, watching the Manu, even though we want to be up on the table, watching your Manu twos beat Auckland and mm. your Northlands and yeah, it, 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 yeah, I don't know. It's it's concerning what's going on, but I've always known and probably you've felt as well that Super Rugby is where everyone wants to get to, and that's where you become a professional. But the pathway to get there has been the NPC over a long amount of time, and you get to yeah. see people from home playing on TV and, and and there's a really loyal feeling to the competition which is pretty cool, it's just unfortunate at the moment, it's a bit of a tough um, situation with how it's getting run and how it's getting viewed and all that kind of stuff How do we fix that uh, Matt, uh, Whopper, we've just been trying to 
talk about it for a, for a while. You know, there's three puzzles here. You got NZR, you got Super Rugby, you got NPC, and from that review, they're all not sustainable. So something's potentially mm-hmm. got to give. So why have people lost? the passion for the region's provincial rugby. Like, we're not getting the same crowds, but then you see a performance like Southland Otago, you're going, why? Yeah, I think, um, for me personally, it, when you look at the biggest scheme of things, just straight down the middle, mm. playing in France, when I was there, the 65 million people live in France, so yep. a, a percentage of them are very loyal to rugby, and all of a sudden you've got 30,000 people watching you play every weekend for top 14. Um, when I was in America, you know, there's a lot more people in there and there's a small amount of interest. I think being a small country of five, six million people with um, rugby being our national game and, it, like, the challenges, how far can we spread our, I guess, our branch of where it all comes from, the sponsorship, the rugby, the viewership, and now that people in New Zealand have lots of access to millions of other things that aren't rugby. When we grew up, it was rugby. Go down to the rugby club or the league club with your mum and dad, watch rugby, have a beer, come home. That was it. And now there's no easy answer there is, I don't think, and it's, um, yeah. it's going to take some very some very smart people to figure out the solution because rugby's our national game, and I think we hang our hat on it, and we need to keep thinking of innovative ideas to make us still the best nation in the world at it. Yeah. Um, answers, yeah, I can't really help you. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. Uh, mate, what about, uh, we've got the, 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 obviously the big game tomorrow, uh, you're up against Harbour. Um, they also had a, they had a bit of a, a scratchy start uh, to the season, uh, but they've turned it around. What did you see in what they did against Waikato that, you, that, that, that maybe gives you some, some thought? Yeah, look, I think from watching their games, like any team, they've just started to hit their rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the defence, they were probably a little bit sporadic of how they were defending and now they're all committed and line speed and lots of pressure. The set pieces starting to operate at a really good level. And um, you know, Coach Boothy at the Hurricanes, he's a, he's a very smart little fella. Um, <laughs> and, and he runs their game and... and um, you know, he, he, he commands a lot of respect from them boys. So they, I think they're just hitting their flow, mate, four or five games into the season. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough one for us tomorrow night. We're definitely going to have to um, take control up front and um, take care of Boothie and give our young backs as good a platform as we can, I think. Boothie, mate. Luffy as anything and good to see the, he's not even that old and he look, runs around like an old man. It's, uh, <laughs> he is important for that team, North Harbour. Uh, Whopper. Just talk us through the dynamics of this coaching setup. You got Tom Donnelly at the at the helm, and you've got Ben Smith keeping things straight and narrow, and then you've got Jamie McIntosh. Talk us through these dynamics. Oh, and Ryan Banbury. No, look, um, yeah, Sassy actually said to say hello. He said to, um, he said a few things to say to you on air that I can't. So that's a little bit Keep him out. Uh, he thoroughly enjoyed his time. Uh, with you over the years. Um, nah, honestly, Sassy, Sassy gave me my opportunity three or four years ago. He, as you know, mate, he, he works bloody hard. Um, and it's a pretty cool coaching group, as you said, with Ben and myself, Ryan Bamry, and mm. um, Jimmy Lynch, he's actually our captain who's injured and out for the season, has come on and, and, and joined our little crew. So 
we work hard, we're young, we're learning lessons, um, but we, we give it our best and, and try to... I think we've always, as a player, you've always gone through and had different environments and you want to create an awesome one for your boys that they love and that they create some memories with. Um, and that's, I guess, our goal. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've still got work to do, but we we operate at a pretty good level, I think. Beautiful. Who, who, who's got the instruction to hit both slightly late, <laughs> nice and early, just to give them a touch-up and uh, make them look over his shoulder? Who, who have you given that to for this week? Well, there's definitely no free dinner out if you hold Boothie down in the ruck for the forwards. I haven't even put that in at all this week. <laughs> hit him late, mate. That's what we do. used to do to Will Guinea. We knew the threat he was. Hit him late. He won't know. And get him, give him a little pat on the head, too, when you say see him. classic when you're playing a good halfback like Aaron Smith or someone. It's like, if you get him, hold him in, and then they won't get the ball out. And you spend the whole game running, chasing him, and just get puffed. Yeah, mate. You never did that to Jimmy Cowan, though. You get one back. Anyway, mate, um, I appreciate you coming on, Wop, and uh, all the best hey. for tomorrow night taking on North Harbour up nah. here in Auckland. Thanks so much for your time, and well done to Southland boys. How good? Yeah, cheers, boys. I love the show too. Keep it up. You're going well. Awesome, mate. Thanks, brother. There we go. The Whopper, Jamie McIntosh with us. Uh, he is a big unit. He is a big, big, big man. I, I, did, I did like the way he was uh, talking about uh, you know, Southland boys and how he went there. It's just like you know, yes, it was so, so, um, such a good chat just to listen to someone talk about their province. Mm, passionate, you know, yeah. Just you know, this is and he was talking about you know, this is what we used to do and what we need to bring back. Without him answering the question when he said, "I haven't got the answers for you," he actually answered it. Mm. You know, it was in the previous question where he was saying, "This is what we need to do." And I think you need to have a brave enough person to say, "Actually, we need to scrap the Super Rugby and we need to go back and build that." Um, that model, that club model, that provincial model back up and give our schools, I reckon it's all about identity, which we talk about all the time, and give it back, give that identity back. So if you want to play for um, Southland, then that's who you represent. Mm. You know, if you want to play for Hawke's Bay, that's your team. Yeah. yeah. Retention's their biggest mm. problem at the moment is now they've got so many good players coming out of Southland boys and they need to be able to filter them into Southland Stags rugby. That's their problem. They're always having to go offshore or go out of their region to find players that are probably past the use by day, you know, coming to the end of the careers. There's no youth coming through in Southland at the moment. And now they've got an awesome opportunity, I hope, like how that they do things right and they're able to retain. Well, it'd be interesting to see what happens now with the new um, ownership group at the Highlanders as well, right? Mm. Because Southland are part of the Highlanders. They would have seen this, yep. Yep, so they would have seen this. But then, you know, can Southland Rugby then go to Highlanders ownership and go, hey, we want the, here are the players we think we should keep in our region. You know, they can then become part of the Highlanders under-20 squad or whatever it happens to be. But they're, so that they're working together, the Super Rugby franchise and, and the Highlanders and one of the stakeholders in Southland to try and keep those players there. It's it's an interesting one, uh, Ricardo. I know you've got a story. I've got a story about potential players and just being missed, mm. just being missed altogether. Got, got ta- players that have got so much talent, and then other unions and regions come in and swoop them. Yep. And that's why you see around the country, there's a lot of people from the the southern area that are playing for all these regions. They just need to get the scouting right. They need to get uh, people on the ground into the schools and, and being able to to help these kids. It's not all about rugby too. That's my big pet 
hate it at the moment is you're focusing genuinely on rugby. You've got to look, for, look after them like genuinely about life. There's more to life than just sport. And I think that's where the Southland area, the Highlands, need to really uh, put some thorough work in. I'll, yeah. t- I'll, t- I'll tell you a quick story. I had a chat to a, talking about a scout. I had a chat to a guy because you can spot talent, mm. and talent isn't that hard to spot. You know what I mean? You go to a rugby game, you say, "Man, that kid can play." You can't. You, the, the people that Izzy's talking about are the ones that you can't spot. Mm. You know, and the ones that they miss. And I was talking to a guy. He's an Aussie, and he, and he picks up NRL kids, and he said, "I all I do is I sit back and wait till they miss them because mm. they miss them all the time." And I'll give you an example. I'm sitting. Watching a, a younger game here, the Warriors were playing a younger team, and they were like the Warriors team of under 17s or under 19s. They were playing the rest. There's this kid sitting in there. He's he's just like doing everything right, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, "He's in the wrong team. He's actually the best player on the football field, and he's gone and signed off sh- offshore." You know what I mean? And I'm like. That's what is he saying? Mm. Like when you're coming from those areas and you're sitting there in that spot, mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you can spot those ones because the the Sean Johnson that they stick out like dogs bollocks, mm. you know. But the ones that don't, they're the ones that go on like the Tohu Harris that comes out of the Hawks Bay goes to Melbourne and now is the captain of the Warriors, you know. Those ones are really. The, pe- the people that you need to be looking at. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, 100%. All right, keep your text rolling through. Double eight, double three is the number. Your thoughts on that. It is 7.23 here on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of big brand vitamins at the lowest prices every day.